1: I'm station manager Tina Cortez and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif.
2: Good morning, Tina.
1: Now, this is Thanksgiving
2: weekend. Does it mean that real estate kind of takes a break at this time of year and going forward? Typically, it it should mean that real estate takes a break, but this fall market has been uh, really hot. It's been it, it's been a great change considering what we went through last year. It was a really quiet year, so it's a welcome change, I would say to uh, the Toronto Real Estate Board.
1: So here we are, it's mid-October. Can we look back at September numbers?
2: Yeah, and as we've been hearing over the last week or so, September was quite hot. And if you think about number of sales in the Toronto Real Estate Board, there were 7,825 sales as compared to 6,414 last year. So that's a 22% increase in properties sold. And the trend continues because every month we've been beating last year's numbers. And it's not a surprise because we knew there would be a bounce back year. Similar thing happened in 2008 where we took a big hit in 2008 and we bounced back in 2009 and that continued until 2017. So what we're seeing right now is a very similar trend to what happened in 2008, where 2017 was our step back year and from 2018 on, that momentum is going to continue.
1: Now we saw an increase in the number of homes sold. What about in that price tag?
2: Price was up 5.8 percent for September over September. So the average price on the Toronto Real Estate Board 843,115 as compared to just under 800,000 last year, 796,000 in change. So that's a 5.8 percent increase. York Region is starting to push that million-dollar mark again. So our average price in York Region is now $975,082. So again, great momentum, not only for the Toronto Real Estate Board, for York Region specifically.
1: Now, what about specific areas within York Region?
2: Specific areas in York Region, you're looking at Richmond Hill, Vaughan, Markham, leading the way again, 345 of the 1,273 sales in York Region were in Markham. 224 in Richmond Hill, 252 in Vaughan. So when those three areas are going, the entire region just picks it up.
1: Now, is there a particular type of property that is hotter than another?
2: Detached, detached is back and you're starting to see the detached price point start to get towards the 1.2 million again, especially in the uh, in the Markham area. Because there's a lot of detached homes for sale there right now, but you're looking at uh, 1152000 or so as the average price there, and that's continued to help us lead the way and bring our average price point back to where it was before. When we had a shift in sales and condos were selling more than detached homes were you saw that average price point drop it didn't necessarily mean that prices dropped it just means that there was a shift in the market and there was more condo selling right now our, if there's a if you have a townhouse in york region you want to put it on the market right now because we don't have many for sale so if if there's one aspect of the market that's really hurting for inventory it's townhouses
1: Now, you talked about detached, you talked about townhouses. What is that condo market looking like?
2: Condo market is strong, average price over $500,000 now. And who would have thought that people would pay half a million dollars for a condo in York region? The condo market, it's a lifestyle shift. And when we're talking to people and asking them what they would want for their next home, People traditionally in York Region would say, I want to move to a larger detached home. And now you're starting to see people thinking, well, you know, I don't want that maintenance. I don't want all of the headaches of owning a 3,000 square foot home. I want to move to a condo. I want to move to a townhouse. I want to move to a semi. It's the higher density homes that are starting to take off now. And detached is still strong. There will always be a market for detached homes in York Region, but the higher density areas are starting to really pick up.
1: Now, we're heading into the last few months and weeks of 2019. What do you see going forward?
2: We are at 67,957 homes sold year to date, and we have three months to go. Last year, there were 78,018 homes sold on the Toronto Real Estate Board. So, for sure, we're going to surpass that. We may surpass that in the next two months. What we're going to see is a bounce back year similar to 2009, where it's just the tip of the iceberg. The market has been hot since, say, March of this year, and it's going to continue through the fall through the winter, and next spring, the prices are going to continue to climb. So for for those of you holding off and saying it's going to level off, it's not going to level off, if you look at the historical data, you're going to see that every time we've had a bad year, we've had about seven or eight really good years.
1: When we come back, homeowner safety tips. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax
2: Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next is James Provis. James is a retired sergeant from YRP, and he's also a realtor. James, welcome to the show. Good morning, Asif. Thank you very much. James, as we get towards the holiday season we start to see crime pick up and one of the easiest targets seems to be homes that are for sale. And you and I had a chat offline about how sellers can protect themselves when they're putting their home on the market. Share some tips with us.
3: Certainly. Um, From my past experiences, typically during the holiday season, as we approach the holiday season, there's small spikes in residential daytime breaking enters. Um, because uh, people are shopping for the holiday season, there's typically small electronic devices, cash, uh, small gifts, which can easily be uh, liquidated or or resold, um, and that that goes for any homeowner really, uh, not just people who who are listing their homes. But it's something to keep in mind um, as far as um, th- those spikes that that generally occur at at those times. So you want to take precautions and. We can get into some of the some of the things that uh, I might be able to make some suggestions as to what homeowners might be able to do.
1: Yeah, let's get into some of those precautions then.
3: Well, there's a couple of things actually. Uh, uh, technology, use it to your advantage. Uh, there's many surveillance cameras that are becoming more and more inexpensive out there. There's a lot of good ones. There's the Arlo system. There's uh, the Ring doorbell system. Rogers Home Security and l- the advantages of, of these systems is that uh, they are integrated with your smartphone. Um, you receive uh, information in real time. And uh, it's a great way to be able to monitor what's going on at your home. And uh, you'll, you'll get uh, alerts uh, directly to your phone. So it, um, it, it, what it does is it, um, it allows you to, to, to check on your home uh, when you're at work, you can be anywhere in the world and, uh, and monitor what's going on.
2: And, and those are great because I have the Nest camera system at my house. And anytime someone steps up to my front door or near my garage or near my cars, I do get those alerts on my smartphone. So that that's a great tip. And well,
3: that's, that's the beauty of these systems is that um, you don't even have to be home. And somebody can be ringing your doorbell and you can interact with them. And they believe that you're in the house, and you just tell them that you can't come to the door right now to leave the package, or um, just That's... tell them to politely um, come back come later. Out <laughs>
1: now, what about those folks who are intimidated by these systems, or perhaps they're you know a little bit out of their price range? Are there other options for them?
3: Well, you know what? It, it's the the visual um, uh, deterrent that uh, just making a home look like it's lived in and uh and that it's occupied. Um but what you what you want to do ultimately is make it unattractive for somebody who may want to target your house. Uh and unfortunately we don't want them to go to your next door neighbor and break into their house, but um we want them to not be interested in in your house. And so some of the ways that we can do that is uh creative lighting, uh motions, um stickers on the window, Advertising that you have a security system, even if you don't have uh, cameras, uh, you can have a sticker on the window that says you do have a camera. and sometimes those those things in themselves um, are enough of a deterrent.
2: That's right. and And also you know specifically when you, when we're talking to our sellers, you know a lot of times people will have valuables that are sitting on their dressers or in their closets. What are some tips that you would offer sellers to cuz the the thing is the great thing about real estate today is everything's online and your house has so much more exposure. The bad thing when you have all these valuables in your house is there's pictures of all of these rooms with all of these valuables and now the bad thing becomes the house is all over the internet and available to anybody. So what do you recommend with that? Precisely. And
3: uh, the real estate industry, as we know, uh, there are checks and balances that are built into it. You know, real estate agents um, have to go through security checks and background checks and they are all on the up and up and above board. And, and so when they bring their clients to their houses, they're being monitored. But nevertheless, there's always risk. And what I would suggest is that anyone who is marking their home to remove valuables and just take it out of the element. And if you've got jewelry, heirlooms, put it in the safety deposit box. Uh, If you're a a hunter and you have firearms in the house, remove them and put them uh, somewhere else or have a friend uh, store them for you. Because it, what it does is it just eliminates any any sort of temptation. And we know that people don't snoop through through houses, but cupboards inadvertently get open during uh, showings and um, certainly uh, out of sight, out of mind. And uh, my recommendation would be to just take anything that's of value to you. Just take it out of
2: that and James that's a great point with the firearms it's something I didn't think of, but there's a lot of liability in leaving your firearm just in a drawer or something when people are walking in
3: well there certainly is and and so, so um, you know most of the people that I believe would be coming through houses uh, are uh, are good people, but um, you know when when you have showings quite often there's families and uh, depending on where the property is, if it's perhaps a rural property where there might be a firearm in a closet, uh, children get into everything, and um, somebody might have, uh, you know, a firearm accessible, and we certainly wouldn't want to see any accidents. So it's always best to um, to make sure that everything is stored safely and just
2: just get it out of the house. For people that want to get a hold of you, they can get a hold of you at 905-554-5522 through Remax Prime Properties. Yes. Awesome. James, thank you so much for joining us and for offering our listeners those fabulous tips.
3: You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me this morning. Thank you.
1: When we come back, we get to your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him. 416 985 con That's 416-985-5426. Or email ossoff at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions, and one of them joins us by phone this morning. Tina from Durham is on the line. Tina, what's your question for Asif?
4: Hi, Asif. Uh, I'm getting ready to sell my home, and I'm just trying to check out my options. I did look at a company called Modern Solution, which offers a total 2%, which I I didn't think is realistic because you're not offering the uh, agent that is bringing you the client enough. But I did uh, very much have a lot of interest in a company called Purple Bricks, which still says that you should offer the agent bringing you the buyer 2 to 2.5% but they lay out uh, various selections of what you can choose how to sell your home and it seems quite cost-effective. Can you explain to me what is the difference between the Purple Bricks model and a traditional real estate sale?
2: Tina, great question. And, you know, as far as... Just to set the record straight, there's no set fee or anything. So when when you're looking at these different models, they actually charge you what they believe their service is worth or what, what they believe is the value that they offer the seller. And that's the main thing that you need to take a look at here is, what type of value would you like to receive in exchange for the investment that you're making in those services? And there's a lot of different things to look at. And one is, what is your end game? Is it just to get a sold sign on the property? Or is it to maximize the traffic and the return on your investment that you've put into your property? So there's a lot of different variables, there's, a, There may need to be some work done to the property. It's a different level of marketing. Some agents will spend thousands of dollars to market your home and get it in front of people. The more traffic you have, the the more likely you are to receive multiple offers or better offers. So it really depends on your end game and what you'd like to re- receive in your pocket at the end of the day because there's a lot of factors that go into helping you achieve your goals?
4: Okay, so in the purple bricks model, let's just call it, let's just call my house a million dollars. If I'm paying the traditional 5%, I'm looking at $50,000 with a 25-25 split. Now, in the purple bricks model, because you can just purchase only to have the house listed on MLS or realtor.ca, or then there's there's other options. But if you if you want the full package from them, it's about Let's call it $3,500, okay, just to make it easy. Now, that's a big difference between $3,500 and $25,000 that I'm paying a, to a traditional agent. And from going, I, I went to a seminar by Purple Bricks. They offer, you know, they put your house on realtor.ca. They put it on purplebricks.ca. They share the data with other agents uh, for commission sites they use social media they have a blog they're shortly going to release an app so really in regards to marketing what is making you know the value of $25,000 is a lot of money for me to hand over to somebody who says they're going to get me more marketing like how much is that more marketing worth
2: well what you have to look at is what you want in return for that investment of $3500 because the more marketing you do, and, and for sure, anyone can put it online. You can actually put it online by yourself, uh, you know, as uh, for sale by owner, and you can have it online, you can have that exposure, but... When you have more exposure, when you have more marketing money put in, when you have a site, let's just throw out Remax. Remax.ca is the second most visited site. So what you can do is if you go to Google Trends and you put in whichever companies that you're looking at, so the one that you just mentioned, or you put in Remax, so you can go to Google Trends, Google slash, and then you put in all of the different names of the brokerages or the brands that you're looking at, it'll show you where the consumer is going. There's also, agents will have their own marketing as well. So we use uh, an American site, which allows us to do reverse lookup to find buyers that are looking for the type of property in your area so that we can target them directly. Also, you know, are are you going to be having open houses? Is that a big factor? What is the draw from agents when we're marketing a property, we market it to real estate agents as well. So, what's the reputation of the agent that is marketing your property? Because it really is a marketing game. And the more eyeballs you can get to your property, the more people that you can get through your property the better it's going to be. So you've been to a seminar with this company. I would invite you to go to or have people over that will be able to explain to you the differences and the intricacies of properly marketing a property rather than just putting it on the internet. Because there's so much information on the internet. The difference between having that information available and making an informed decision, that's the bridge that an experienced realtor will be able to get you through.
4: Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for the information. I appreciate it and it will help me make a better decision in the end.
2: Thank you, Tina.
1: Our next question comes from Tony in Maple. He is looking to start his own business and requires a unit to store equipment, office space, and a
2: garage-type work area. Where does his search begin? Asif? Great question, Tony. Now, your search is going to begin by looking at zoning because the the one thing that jumped out in your question was you were looking for a garage type work area what type of work would you be doing there is there you know are you, doing, are you going to be doing oil changes is there uh, work involved that would require you to have uh, certain restrictions in place Looking at zoning from the different towns and municipalities will allow you to find the right area. And then from there, we can dig down into the different units available and help you find the right place. And are there agents who specialize in commercial
1: properties as opposed to residential?
2: There are. We have a commercial department at our brokerage. Many brokerages will have agents that can handle commercial as well. And It's a totally different animal. So you want to make sure that you're not just using a residential agent that's not going to know about zoning or clauses to put in because you need to be protected in this as well. So you want to make sure that you are looking for a commercial agent and even more specifically someone that's handled a commercial lease like this before.
1: Our last question today comes from Paula in Richmond Hill. She purchased a new build condo a few years ago and now the unit price has increased if she decides to sell, what does she need to know to avoid any additional taxes? She also wants to know she should reinvest in the condo market or wait.
2: Another great question. So, Paula, what you'd want to do is speak to your accountant because you could be facing you know significant capital gains taxes. So, your accountant would be able to give you the proper information on that because each person is different as to what their capital gains they would be paying on this. If this is your principal residence, then obviously you wouldn't have to pay it, but this is uh, an investment property, then yes, you would have to pay the capital gains taxes. Also, if you want to think about reinvesting that money in the condo market, great idea. We have a lot of clients that do do that. They will cash out of one property, put it into another property. So great questions. You've got a lot of options. Start with talking to your accountant, figuring out what your capital gains would be on that. And is it worth to sell it or is it better for you to rent that out and sit on it for a while?
1: And Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that?
2: Tina, they can reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And just
1: before we go, this week's hot listing and joining us next is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, over to you.
4: This week's hot listing is a beautiful two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo right in the heart of Thornhill. This unit is almost 1,000 square feet and has been renovated throughout. The amenities in this building are extensive. You've got an exercise room, an indoor pool, rec room, sauna, billiards room, tennis courts. It's, it's like living next door to the country club. Uh, the maintenance fees in this unit include absolutely everything. All of your in- utilities, you've got the hydro, water, gas, your TV, and your internet.
2: Asip, what do you think about this property? <laughs> and internet. Wow, that's awesome. You know, these units are, they're older units, but the building is so well-maintained. It's like walking into a brand new building. In this unit, they have put everything into it. Crown moldings, larger porcelain tiles in the kitchen. It's move-in ready, and designer paint, Benjamin Moore paint throughout. It's it's absolutely stunning. And is it unusual to have a condo that is 1,000 square feet? That sounds big. It really is, but not only that, there's also a balcony that's over 100 square feet as well, so you've also got entertaining space out on the balcony. It's a huge apartment type of condo where you don't get that in the newer ones anymore. You're looking at 700 square feet, 650 square feet. So when you're smart sizing, when you're coming from a home... This is what you want because you want that space. You want to be able to bring in your larger dining table or your larger furniture and, and have that so you're not in a culture shock when you move from a home to a condo.
1: It's a great transitional home and you also talk a great deal on this show about amenities and one of the ones
2: that you already pointed out was the fact that internet is included. That's unusual, isn't it? It really is, internet and TV, so you've got, it's it's like having one bill and yeah, that's all you pay every month. There's peace of mind that you're not going to have to have you know, soaring hydro bills or or gas bills. Everything's included.
1: Heather, one more time, the highlights of this property, the list price, and where our listeners can get more information.
4: Two-bedroom, two-bath condo located at 60 Inverlochy. that's at Young Street and Royal Orchard. The list price on this one is $469,000. And for more information, they can contact Asif
1: Khan at 905-554-5522. Asif, that's our show for this week. Great show, Tina. Thank you. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.